Well, a good day to you wherever you happen to be. This is Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you getting underway as we culminate another week here. It is uh, the Feast of St. Louis, and we are celebrating that, of course. We celebrate all of our saints, St. Joseph Calisans also today. I, I hope I said his name right. Anyway, I'm Jerry Usher, along with Debbie Giorgiani and you, and we're going to present you with another topic that we know you are going to take and run with it and have another great show to end the week. Hey, Deb. Hello, Jerry. Okay, so I am wearing this wonderful uh, golf cap, ball cap. It was custom made by our dear ministry uh, team member, uh, Tony Farmer in Texas, at, and she gave it to me at the Fullness of Truth Conference. Um, and for those of you on YouTube and Facebook, if you're probably leaning into the um, camera to see, um, or the screen to see what it is, it's St. Michael, the Archangel, um, at the at the in the front of the ball cap. And on the back, I, I can't really turn around right now it says pray hope and don't worry Padre Pio so I think you can kind of guess who I would invite to dinner and that's our question today Jerry great segue into this topic it says if you could invite one saint to join you for dinner who would it be well you can all guess who uh, now let me just state up front we, we talked about the Holy Family of course we would want Saint Joseph and the Blessed Mother but for the Saints of course for me it would be Padre Pio mm-hmm what would you serve Italian food <laughs> of course <laughs> well there you go take two family we're going out of the week here on a fun a little lighter note but still it talks about aspects of our faith and if you could invite one particular saint to enjoy dinner with you who would that be do you have a favorite saint maybe you know something about a particular saint's culinary habits or something and you'd like to pick that saint just let us know get on board lines are going to fill up quickly here so grab one of them now 833-288-3986 833-288-3986 so if you could invite one saint to to join you for dinner, who would it be? And we asked Ace McKay, our producer, what saint would he invite uh, to dinner? And he mentioned Blessed Carlo Acutis. And let me just share something about that young uh, 15-year-old saint. I understand he was a blast to hang out with, okay? He had a, a great sense of humor. He was a lot of fun. Everybody loved uh, to be with him. So I think that's a great dinner guest that Ace uh, picked uh, to come to dinner. For me, it would be Padre. Padre Pio, although, you know, as I think about it, because Padre, <laughs> Padre Pio could read souls and he could he could do stuff like that. So that could make for a little bit of an uncomfortable <laughs> dinner. But OK, uh, definitely still Padre Pio for you, Jerry. Well, first of all, I would just tell St. Padre Pio, leave your soul reading. Uh, check that at the door. OK, Don't, no soul <laughs> reading during dinner here. True, true. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I've, I've thought a lot about this. Obviously, you mentioned uh, the Blessed Mother and St. Joseph. Um, definitely my patron saint, St. Gerard, but also St. Therese, the little flower. Um, I have a great devotion to her. Always have, always have had that. Nice. So, uh, I don't know. I guess we'd have to eat some French cuisine if Mm -hmm. I had St. Therese Mm -hmm. over for dinner. And you also like, uh, very much, um, uh, John Paul too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that oh, would yeah, be great. would be another one for me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and um, is our call screener today Charles? Is it Charles? Is it Charles? And, and, yes, it is. Okay. So I want to make sure. So Charles said, uh, blessed Pierre uh, Giorgio Frazzati. Oh, absolutely, Charles. Um, thank you so very much. We agree. John Paul II uh, for Jeff Burson. Yes. I know. John Paul II probably has like the coolest stories, wouldn't you say? Yeah. 
Definitely, definitely. What about you, Take Two family here? Phone lines are open, and we need you to grab one of those lines. Charles Beery will screen your call. Jeff Burson, as Debbie mentioned, just weighed in with John Paul II. He is on social media. And our producer, Ace McKay, 833-288-EWTN, 833-288-3986. And as you think about which saint you would like to invite to dinner, um, maybe you have some special reasons for that. Maybe you have a devotion to that saint. I would guess that you probably do. Um, Maybe you have some things you'd like to mention that you would love to talk to a particular saint about. And Mm -hmm. uh, even, you know, what you might have, what you might serve that saint if you had him or her over for dinner. 833-288-EWTN, 833-288-3986. Okay, so uh, we do want to hear the saint that you would pick for dinner on YouTube or Facebook. We're waving to you. Um, Please post it there, but call us, okay? Don't get started with your weekend yet. We want to hear why you would want that saint saint at your dinner table. Okay. Because remember the saints find us. Um, and so maybe that saint really does want to be a part of your life. And so talking about it today can really help uh, foster that relationship. They are friends. They are our friends in heaven. They are rooting for us. So what saint would, do you want at your dinner table? Come on, you guys weigh in on this. Let's go. 833-288-3986. Yeah, we're going to mention this a little later in the program uh, as well, but we were talking with our producer, Ace McKay. A lot of groups of people touring the EWTN facilities right now. They are in Birmingham for the EWTN Family Celebration, which is tomorrow. And uh, if you're there today or if you can get there today, you can definitely get a tour of EWTN. But uh, we'll, like I said, I'll mention that a little bit in greater detail uh, a little later in the program. But it's, it's just an exciting time of year, Debbie, when that family celebration comes around. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. And Ace was sharing how everybody's so thrilled to get um, a tour of the EWTN camp it's wonderful. You know, a lot of people visit EWTN and then and then they plan on moving there, um, you know, someday when they retire and stuff like that. It's so cool. That's that mm. that's the attraction and the, the feeling that EWTN provides for people. They just feel like it's home. I felt that way the very first time I visited the campus of EWTN. I love visiting there. So I can just imagine everybody touring and finding all about the shows and, and Mother Angelica and the history and just to be there where all the action is happening. Wow. I love family celebrations. So um, folks, we're talking about our family in heaven today. And if those saints could be with you right now at your dinner table at five o'clock when the dinner bell rings, who would it be? Which saint would you pick? Would you pick many saints? Come on, weigh in. We want to hear. We're curious. 833-288-3986. Well, Charles is feverishly screening calls right now, but I'm looking at a couple of open phone lines, so you will get through immediately right now if you're a fast dialer at 833-288-EWTN, 833-288-3986. As we said, we're talking about devotion to saints today, and if you have a particular one that you really like, and maybe you pray to that saint a lot for their intercession, we're just simply asking if you could sit down over a meal with them and talk about the faith, their life, your life, and talk all about God. What, who's, what saint would that be? 833-288-3986. Okay, we're asking today, what saint would you pick? 
to be at your dinner table if you've had the chance or many saints you know and I'm, I'm watching the um the calls come in and the saints that you're picking and and i agree with you i just want all of them okay i want every saint every saint there is <laughs> i want a huge big party of saints okay um before we go to the phones jerry media the media ewtn media missionaries i want to share something about these fine folks that step up and re- really get the word out in the in the local areas i love the ewtn media missionaries every single person i've ever met that has signed up to do that work uh, for EWTN. They're just so dedicated. They love Mother Angelica. They love their faith and they want to get the word out. So pray, um, EWTN Media Missionaries prayerfully takes EWTN to parishes in the community through the print and electronic media we provide. You can help EWTN share the good news by becoming a media missionary. Visit EWTNmissionaries.com today and join us in sharing the eternal word with the world. And I agree with that. You're sharing the the eternal word with the world. And it's and it makes a difference, folks. I have heard so many times that the events are are uh, very successful because of the media missionaries. Amen. All right, 833-288-3986. Also, you can post your comments on YouTube and Facebook, waving at you wonderful people there. Jeff Burson will get those over to us. You can email take2 at EWTN.com. Anthony is watching on YouTube today. Hi, Anthony. He says, maybe the disciple John, since it says he was the one Jesus loved, or Elijah. He says, there's so many, probably have to draw a name out of a hat to be fair. And if we play our cards right, we may get, may get to eat dinner with all of them. Mm-hmm. That would be in the heavenly banquet. Thank you, Anthony, banquet. for weighing in on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Very cool. Okay, and um, so let's go to Omar is up first. A first-time caller from Windsor, Connecticut on WJMJ Radio. Hello, Omar. Welcome. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you, sir? Uh, not too bad, thank you. Good. Uh, sitting here in my work truck, uh, having my lunch and listening to you guys, and uh, this this topic struck me today. I was uh, <clears throat> telling your screener that uh, well, pretty much I have uh, my beautiful wife of 12 years, Julie, and we have four beautiful children between the ages of 6 and 11. And uh, every night we pray, and uh, there's two particular things that we uh, thank God for and pray to, and that's uh, we would like to say St. Talita and St. Corazon, which are two babies that we lost, one back in November and one about 10 years ago. Uh, the idea of sitting at the table and sharing an ice cream with our all six of our kids would be something mm-hmm. that would really uh, make my heart smile. Yeah, I'll bet, Omar. What a beautiful call, beautiful intention. Um, I didn't get, I was going to write the names down of the two children that you lost. We'd love to put them and, of course, your whole family in our prayer book. So can you just mention those two names again for us? Sure. Uh, Corazón was our first loss uh, 11 years ago, which means heart in Spanish. <clears throat> and then uh, we lost Talita, as in little girl rise up. <laughs> we lost Talita mm. back in November. And uh, okay. Talita, in particular, we were able to hold her. My wife did deliver her. So we were able to hold her in our arms and spend some time with her. And uh, we were blessed to celebrate a wonderful, beautiful funeral mass and burial. And, uh, and uh, those are Great gift and beauty, suffering together alongside my wife and children. And uh, again, we don't selfishly want them to be here with us. If anything, we really are truly uh, grateful to know that they're out there interceding for us and everyone else. But it definitely would be a pleasant experience uh, 
an amazing gift to be able to do something like that. Yeah, absolutely, Omar. And the beautiful thing is, you know, thanks be to God, uh, because of what Jesus has done for us, you have you have that to look forward to, you know, being once again with Talisa, Talitha and Corazon. And so we will definitely pray for them, put them in the prayer book and you and your entire family. And, you know, so happy that you have the other four kids as well to uh, to raise up as, as God's little images and for their plan and purpose in life. So. Yeah, beautiful mm-hmm. call. Debbie. Absolutely. I just want to say real quickly, Omar, you you have a very deep, you, you, you love deeply. You can hear it in your voice. And I just want to say thank you for being so being so tapped into your heart. I think that's so important in, in, in this day and age when, when people are kind of um, reacting, if you will, with things that are going on in their mind and, and just and just kind of um, deciding things without really making the connection from the head to the heart. So I, I don't know how you did it, but you can it, it comes through loud and clear. Do you does your does your wife say that about you? I'm just curious. Yeah, my wife, she's absolutely beautiful. And uh, <clears throat> I think she admires me a bit more than she should. But I definitely mm-hmm. know I see in her eyes and in her actions and my four kids absolutely uh, have a uh, the validation that I find at home between my wife and four children and, you know, not to be dismissive of those outside of our home has been, uh, has been, uh, more, more than what I deserve. So yes, I definitely do feel it. Thank you. Beautiful. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. God bless you. Blessings to you and your beautiful family, Omar. I just wanted to say real quickly, we're getting a lot of messages coming in for St. Faustina. And uh, we just heard from our wonderful friend, Rick Paolini of the Station of the Cross. And he just said, today is St. Faustina's birthday. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) And we're getting all these messages coming in for St. Faustina. Mm -hmm. So go figure. Do you think um, hmm, the Holy Spirit's (laughs) at work today? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, we'll hear from some of the people who would invite St. Faustina to dinner coming up here soon. Marty is in Cleveland uh, listening to us on The Rock today. Hello, Marty. How are you? Uh, good afternoon. How are you guys doing today? Great. Thank you for calling. Thank you for taking my call. Um, if I were to invite some people to dinner, um, it's funny you say that about St. Faustina because I'm in the St. Faustina court and I have a, a fond, um, fond uh, affection toward Divine Mercy Sunday, the Sunday after Easter. Mm-hmm. Um, other people that I'd love to have dinner with, with would be, I'd love to spend some time with Noah and see what it was like in the ark and, uh, you know, <laughs> just what it was like coming out of the ark. Right, um, right. And then as far as, I know he's not a saint, but, and then other saints would be um, my patron saint, which is St. Martin of Tours, mm-hmm. um, who cut his cloak in half. And, you know, as a Roman soldier, he saw someone who was freezing to death and saw the charity, and the Holy Spirit came to him, and he cut his cloak in half and tried to keep the man alive. And then the other one is, um, I work in healthcare and deal with patients a lot, and I have to talk to patients almost all day, every day. And so I pray, pray to St. Blaise a lot to try to keep my throat clear. And that's who I would be um, having to dinner if I could have my choice. Wow. Great, great choices. You mentioned you said Noah's not a saint. Yeah, as far as you know, canonized saint, uh, you know, um, as, as we understand New Testament saints, but presumably he is with the Lord. You know, we, we certainly understand and realize and appreciate the, the great things that he did for God on behalf of God. But mm-hmm. yeah, uh, you mentioned Faustina and uh, yeah, great saints, uh, Marty. Um, mm-hmm. I, oh, I, think I agree. Debbie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when Marty, when you were talking about Noah, I mean, what I would ask Noah, I mean, you know, when you did, we did, um, 
vacation Bible uh, school for the young kids in the summertime when I was in religious education, it, it almost always focused around Noah and the ark, right? And I would, I would totally ask Noah, how'd you do it? <laughs> how did you do it? Did you ever get tired? I mean, this is like unbelievable how he did it. So I agree with you, Marty. It's fascinating. I think that's so cool that you bring him up, especially, you know, I love when we recognize the Old Testament characters. I think that is very important. So thank you, Marty. You're awesome. Thank you. Best to you guys. Many blessings today. Thank you. You too as well. Thanks, Marty. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Talking about a saint or saints, we would invite to dinner and love to have great conversations. These would be amazing conversations. Saints, the lives of the saints, the stories of how they lived and died mm-hmm. are really amazing. Um, so be a really great experience if we could actually do this. Absolutely. And Gigi just weighed in. She's our ministry team uh, leader. And she just said, uh, thank you for the shout out to the EWTN missionaries, media missionaries. She's been one since 2005. And she agrees with you, Jerry. She would have St. John Paul II Mm -hmm. for dinner. So you guys can all have a dinner together and bring in John Paul II. Mm -hmm. Good. Excellent. All right, Cleveland is in Laurel, Maryland, listening on WMET. Hi, Cleveland. Hi, how you doing? Doing all right. How about you? Okay. The, the um, things, they just they they just took the, uh, I couldn't answer better myself, the gentleman who mentioned before I did, St. Faustina, because mm-hmm. I pray the chapel of divine mercy every single day, right after I pray the rosary. If I miss a day or so, I make up for those days that I missed out on. So um, um, I would probably, I've never had Polish food, but I would try to learn the recipe to invite her over so I can have Polish. I can, so she can taste some Polish food. I mean, I'm not Polish, but mm-hmm. I'm, I heard this Polish food is absolutely amazing. So that's mm-hmm. what I would have for dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can tell you it is, Cleveland. Um, I have um, uh, several family members who are Polish descent. And uh, we had a, there was a Polish uh, deli that was near where I lived for many years. And the food is amazing. Um, So yeah, I agree with you. I think it would be so cool, like St. Stanislaus and St. Faustina and, you know, any, any of the um, Polish saints to get them all together in one place, John Paul too, right? You get everybody together. Um, I think it would be a blast. Uh, I'm with you, Cleveland. If you have that dinner, um, try to invite us, okay? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks, Cleveland. God bless you. Yeah. Well, yeah what, well, how beautiful God, how he chooses, you know, the lowly, the humble, you know, our mm-hmm. blessed mother, you know, my soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. And, mm-hmm. you know, St. Therese, you know, um, hidden life, very died very young. And yet today, look how amazingly popular she is in St. Faustina mm-hmm. as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, Mother just... Cabrini, too. That's the other. And there's a movie coming out soon. Yeah. Oh, there's so oh, many. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Very cool. Um We have full phone lines plus. We've got messages coming in from every which way. Um, We hear you, you guys. We're going to go fast. Maybe we can do that. Do we call it like a lightning round or something Mm -hmm. where we just go real fast? What do you say? Sure. Okay. Where do you want to go next? Let's go to Michelle, first-time caller in Westchester, New York, listening on EWTN.com. Hi, Michelle. Hi. How are you both? Great. How are you doing? Good, thank you. I'm so happy to be calling today. I started listening to your program a couple months ago. Oh, good. Welcome. Yeah, I really enjoy it. Um, And this topic is uh, a good topic for me because I'm a professional chef, so I thought this was a fun topic. 
<laughs> so I would pick Sir Thomas More, St. Thomas More. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I would cook for him would be a good traditional English meal of roasted leg of lamb with mint sauce, um, some nice rosemary buttered carrots, mashed potato, uh, traditional uh, English sherry trifle with the custard sauce. And um, I would also have some nice scones for him with the clotted cream and jam. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I haven't had a meal yet today, uh, Michelle, so <laughs> my mouth is watering and you're getting me uh, really ready to eat something delicious. I, I'll bet you're an amazing chef, it sounds like. Uh, yeah. Do you, uh, how, did you, what, what, how did you get to, to choose that as kind of a profession in life? You know, I can remember being a little girl and being in the kitchen and creating little recipes. Probably nothing edible, but I was trying. <laughs> and uh, I just always loved cooking. And I was very fortunate to have a wonderful career. And during COVID, I, I stopped working because I take care of my father now. So I enjoyed taking care of my 90-year-old father, baking for him. I was just about to bake scones when I heard your topic. <laughs> I love scones. They're my favorite. And I understand they're actually really good for you. I, I didn't realize that. I just thought it was another kind of treat. But they said scones are really good for you. They're not They're. It, what, what do you know about that, Michelle? I'm just curious. Well, interesting. I never heard that. But mm-hmm. I've baked them regularly. And, you know, it's just another bread product. Um, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people shy away from carbohydrate, but gotcha. actually carbohydrate is good for you if it's the right carbohydrate. <laughs> okay, so Michelle, our, our call screener, um, Charles, he put uh, down on the screen, you, you were Michelle, first time caller from New York, and then he put Chef Michelle. So we're always going to remember you as Chef Michelle, okay? So, <laughs> okay. Um, and if we're ever back in your area, um, listen, uh, no pressure, Michelle, but feel free to cook anything you want. Jerry and I love to eat. <laughs> all right so thanks thank michelle. You, michelle god, god bless Call you for taking again. care of your father as well yeah that's beautiful what a beautiful gift to him that is i'm sure yeah you know what do you notice how everybody kind of runs to get off the phone when i start to ask if we can get a dinner invitation <laughs> why is that i don't understand it i don't know we actually have been as you remember we have been offered invitations live on the air on the show before I know. We need to start taking people up on those invitations. Well, yeah, as long as that includes airfare, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we should rent like a van and go around the country and just on a food tour. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, we could create the Catholic Food Network. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Father Leo Padalinghug, you know. Yes, to... that's right. That's right. Oh, this is so much fun. The communion of saints. You know, the saints had a great sense of humor. So many of them. Padre Pio had a very good sense of humor. Uh, Blessed Carlo Acutis, too. Very uh, John Paul, too. A great sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is the joy that we're trying to spread today on highlighting the communion of saints. Um, so, Jerry, we do have social media coming in. We do have emails, and we have more phones. That's right. If you're on the line, hang on there. We will get to you momentarily. If you're not on a phone line for our show today, why not? There is one waiting for you, 833-288-3986. If you could invite 
one saint or maybe a couple saints. You're welcome to name more than one for a, a meal at your house, a dinner. You know, why would that be? Who would that be and why? 833-288-3986. And Debbie mentioned social media. Timoteo weighed in, our good friend. Mine would be my patron saint, Philip Neary, though I would mm-hmm. like a conversation with servants of God, Father Vincent Capadano and Father Emil Capon, who I believe it's what is it, the Medal of Honor that they have received. I, th- I hope I have that right in the in the military's chaplains nice. giving their lives. Yeah. Wow. Well, you can call us 833-288-3986. Talking about saints today. We are indeed celebrating the saints, men and women who have given us great example that we can follow in our relationships with God. And uh, we are asking you today, is there a particular saint or saints that you would have over for dinner? Uh, Why would that be? Tell us a little bit about your devotion to that saint. And if you're like Chef Michelle, you can tell us what you might fix for dinner for that saint. 833-288-3986. And we go to another first-time caller. It's Trish in Almogordo, New Mexico, listening on Sirius XM 130. Hi, Trish. Hi, guys. How are you all? Doing all right. How about you? Thank you. Oh, I'm doing well. Thank you very much. Good. Um, dinner. It just blew my mind. This is the first time, and I listened to you guys for a little bit. But um, I, I come from. I'm Hispanic, so and I come from a very large family, and my husband does too. So we always had a full house of people all the time. So now that our kids are grown and left the house, um, it's become a little smaller, but that's okay. And uh, we love to make lots of big food, lots and lots of food. So my saints is a long list and because I pray to them all the time. Our Lady of Lourdes, because of my oldest daughter, she was oh. born on her day, and she passed away 12 years ago. So she's definitely in my heart. And then um, St. Patrick is my patron saint and my son. And then my daughter is St. Peregrine. And of course... Um, I would have St. Monica and St. Augustine because, you know, nowadays, this generation, they just threw their Catholic faith out the back door, and they just think they can live their lives without it. So I pray to Monica and Augustine all the time, St. Paul, because he was illuminated with our God's love. And then, of course, St. Michael the Archangel, because he fights the evilness out of hearts and replaces it with our God's love. So I'm going to have a full house of these beautiful saints and our blessed mother um and serve them mexican food as usual that's what we serve in our home um (laughs) and lots of conversation um lots of love yeah wow trish you've got a great litany there that is fantastic and i am uh convinced uh, just from hearing you talk briefly about it here that you do Get, prepare lots of food, and I'll bet it is absolutely delicious. For me, um, I, I, I love a lot of different cuisines, but there's nothing like a home-cooked, home-prepared uh, Mexican dinner that is just, you know, fantastic. So, again, you've got my mouth watering too, Trish. So, mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. Well, I live in Arizona, so we get some great um, uh, Mexican food here, uh, Trish, but I, I, I'm thinking yours is amazing. So what's your specialty? I'm just curious. Oh, we love red enchiladas. My husband makes Colorado enchiladas made with mm-hmm. flour tortillas instead of Ooh. corn tortillas. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, fideos, vermicelli, um, um, rice. Mm-hmm. And just, oh, my goodness. Uh, green chili stew. 
Mm. It's just amazing. And I have, it would be lovely if you guys came to southern New Mexico and knocked on my door, and you would always have a big plate of food. I'll bet. That's a deal. I want to get to New Mexico so badly. I love New Mexico. I've been there a few times, and I just think you have just just a little slice of heaven right in the U.S. Trish, you're very blessed. Thank you. I I believe so, too. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Have a great weekend, and thanks for tuning in uh, and calling the program here today on Take Two at 833-288-3986. We're getting a message from our call screener, Charles, saying, Margaret, please call back. Call back, Margaret. Something must have happened. You dropped off. Uh, We're holding an open line for you to come right in, Margaret. So call us at 833-288-3986. See, Charles cares so much about the calls that he answers. He's, He's such a delightful young man and he loves pizza from new jersey just thought mm-hmm. i'd let you know that yeah who is this saint I, he mentioned um, earlier uh, pierre giorgio frizzati yeah yeah mm-hmm. well pizza would go well with that dinner with that meal well yeah now i'm a little bit concerned though i mean tell me if you think that this is a little strange okay if i had padre pio over for dinner i probably couldn't impress him with my italian cooking i probably couldn't because he's italian so i mm. probably should think of something else another cuisine or something or maybe like american food he would want american food like a good hamburger <laughs> i was just thinking of a hamburger <laughs> yeah wouldn't you say i mean i can grill i'm a i can grill well yeah i bet you can well, my dad taught me. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna hear what Nello says, and Nello is in uh, Windcrest, Texas, on our friends at Guadalupe Radio Network. Hi, Nello. KJ, hi, KJMA. Listen, thank you for taking my call. First of all, sure. I'll be real quick. Okay, uh, being a paisano, uh, my coat of arms on my father's side, the Rosania family, says "Familia molto potente da Sisi." So mm-hmm. very powerful family from Assisi. So of course, um, I love all the saints, and it's hard to choose. But Saint Francis of Assisi, I would love to find out. Did any of my ancestors know him? Get to know him? And, you know, back in the year, I, the coat of arms shows one thousand something, where it was it started. You know, the Rosanias, and like like you say, my daughter can cook Italian food, and I would have Italian food for him. But I probably call one of our fine Italian restaurants. And have the, the whole works. I mean, pasta, patata, pasta, patata, ravioli, lasagna, yeah. uh, the grissini sticks, and for dessert, spumoni. Mm-hmm. And uh, but what I admire so much about Saint Francis was, and, and I asked all the saints to intercede for us, right. is is his love of the animals and what he gave up just to do God's calling and help build a church. I think that's so beautiful. And, and his followers and what he did, I, I, it's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. That, that's what I have to say real quickly. Anyway. Okay. Okay, so Nello, you would be with my husband because he would definitely want St. Francis of Assisi and he would want St. Anthony of Padua. So so there you go. You'd be that you'd have good company there. I just want to say thank you so much. You're spot on. I don't want to get stuck in the kitchen. If I have Padre Pio sitting at the dinner table, I would cater it. You're right. I would hire the best Italian chefs to come in and um, and prepare the meal so I could sit and just talk to Padre Pio. Oh, thank you. Nello. I feel so much better now. You're wonderful. Please keep up the great work you all do. We love oh, you. Thank you. We love you too, Nello. Hope you have a great weekend, and thanks for being part of our conversation today. 
Um, there is a phone line open there. Every time we uh, get through that, one of your takes on the show, that'll free up a line. And there is one that Nella was on right there at 833-288-3986, talking today about what saint or saints would you love to have dinner with, invite them over, and why is that, and what would you, what kind of food would you give them? 833 mm-hmm. 833- Two eight eight three nine eight six. I think Margaret called back, so we're so glad. First time caller in Rockford, Illinois, on Sirius XM one thirty. Margaret, I hope that was you that called back. Thank you. Welcome. Yes, yes, yes that was me. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. So, just my my three saints: uh, Saint John Paul, Mother Teresa, and Saint Margaret. Uh, Mother Teresa, I had the opportunity of going on a mission trip to Haiti and visiting and working in one of her orphanages. And she was such an inspiration for me. And then St. John Paul, let's face it, St. John Paul, he has such a devotion to the Blessed Mother. And St. Margaret, um, I've been struggling with weight and struggling with, you know, learning how to fast according to with Bible verses. And when I when I checked who is the patron saint of dieting or fasting, Saint Margaret came up, and I'm thinking, Holy Mary, Mother of God, I'm Margaret, and I never knew that. So, and I have no idea what I'd cook for any of them because let's face it, they're not going to eat much. They're probably all on a diet. So <laughs> I would uh, I would just I would just simply uh, find out what anybody wanted, and I would cater it as well, so I could spend all my time with them. Mm. Right. That's yeah, true. well, knowing that they're eating at the Heavenly Banquet right now, um, anything we could prepare for them would probably be a little bit of a notch below that. But um, beautiful. I, I just looked up St. Margaret of Cortona. She was Italian and a member of the Third Order of St. Francis. So mm, didn't I had know not that. heard of St. Margaret of Cortona before. But and she's the patroness bring... of dieters? Is she? Yeah. Is she? I don't, I'm not sure. It, Margaret, she's the patroness of dieters? Yeah, when I checked on uh, the patron saint of fasting or fasting. weight loss or dieting, that's whose name came up, and mm-hmm. I can't believe I've never known that all these years. Wow. wow, I didn't know that either. See how we learn something? We're learning and growing together. Thank you so much, Margaret. You have a great name. It was my mom's middle name, um, and she was her the saint that she loved was in the Sacred Heart of Jesus, Saint Margaret Mary Alico. And I will tell you, you have a very powerful name in Margaret. So God bless you. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this discussion we're having today just once again shows how you know the saints were real people they were human they have so many things that we can all relate to and like uh, we were talking there about saints different saints being a patron of this or that um it's just really beautiful you know um we have to be so grateful for the communion of saints they intercede for us all the time no matter what we're going through there's a saint we can turn to Oh, absolutely. And I will say that I I would love to meet the Old Testament Deborah. I've heard so many great things about her recently. So many people have written books on the great uh, Old Testament women of the Bible. And I would love to meet her because I understand she was very, very strong. And that's cool. Um, And of course, St. Anne, that's my middle name. And uh, Mm. Michelle is my uh, confirmation name for St. Michael the Archangel. Well, I'm wearing the ball cap today for St. Michael the Archangel. So um, there you go, folks. Uh, so we, we definitely live out what we are sharing on the show. And we have full phone lines. Plus, you guys are just blowing up the phone lines. I love this. And Jerry, Alice is up next in Bismarck, North Dakota. Jerry on Real Presence Radio. Hi, Alice. 
Hi, I'm going with uh, St. Mary Magdalene, and um, I would ask her, what was it like to be so forgiven and loved by Jesus and to pour the perfume on his feet (laughs) and dry it with his hair? And what was it like to watch Jesus suffer on the cross Mm. and to watch his blessed mother suffer? And um, to recognize Jesus in the garden only after he spoke your name, to recognize him and to become the apostle to the apostles, to um, to, to to let all the other uh, apostles know that he is risen. And what was it like to to spend time with them and with the Blessed Mother and to really get to know them. I think she'd have a lot to say. Absolutely, Alice. And bless your heart, you know, your emotion came through very beautifully there. And this, again, just goes to show there is nobody beyond the reach of God's mercy. And St. Mary Magdalene, of course, was forgiven much, like you said, and she was so central to so many of the important events and mysteries of the life of Jesus. So, Anybody who's listening right now, if you, if, you, if you think that you can't be forgiven or blessed by God or be really a part of his mission to other people, uh, think again, because Mary Magdalene is definitely an example of that. I totally agree. And I loved your heart about St. Mary Magdalene. Where I live in Arizona, if you look at the parish boundaries, I live in the parish boundary of St. Mary Magdalene Parish, Alice. And I actually worked there for a couple years in youth ministry. And I learned a lot about this great saint. And I will tell you that it takes a lot to be behind the ministry of, of, of Jesus when he walked this earth. And she was right there to help with everything with the ministry. It takes a lot in the background. And yes, she was part of so many aspects of, of his, his walk here, his death and his resurrection. So I agree with you. She's an extraordinary saint with a lot of uh, dimensions to her. And I love that you feel so close to her. And I, I can just feel Alice that she's close to you because you've recognized her. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're very Absolutely. Welcome. I love yeah. St. Mary Magdalene. Absolutely. What a sweet soul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Thank you for the call. Yeah. Go ahead. Beautiful. Okay. Um, we are going to Scott, and Scott is a first time caller um, calling in from Modern Day Radio in Portland, Oregon. Hi, Scott. Welcome. Well, thank you very much. I feel very blessed to be here. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, I just thought I'd make a comment. Um, my wife and I met through a Padre Pio group, and I'm, um, not that we're going to, not that we would want St. Padre Pio, how much as we love him, but um, we met through a Padre Pio group, and we became very close friends for a year, and then we became romantic and um, uh, a year later, and um, but we're, we're a little bit separated in age, so we have tended to always think of ourselves as St. John of the Cross and St. Teresa of Avila, since they had such a special spiritual relationship. So that's kind of, I think, wonderfully how we would want them to be present if we had somebody over for dinner. Mm. Nice. And, uh, yeah, well, it's beautiful, Scott, that you noticed, uh, you know, the uh, the similarity in their uh, friendship and how the, what the foundation of that was, obviously, a deep, deep spiritual uh, connection that they had, and, and you and your wife, too, uh, meeting through the Padre Pio group. I know that's going to mm-hmm. uh, make Debbie very happy, Scott, so, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
And I love St. Teresa of, of Avila. Some say Avila, I agree. St. John of the Cross, uh, a little bit harder theology. And so some people, you know, don't don't quite know how to to bring him into their spiritual, their spiritual life, but an amazing saint. But St. Teresa of Avila, I mean, I can tell you that so many people feel um, that they, it, she gives so many uh, folks hope because of the things that she has said just in plain in plain in plain language you know about starting fresh and starting anew and you know trying to have joy and all the things that she brought um to this world for all of us scott so you, you picked some great saints there yeah thank you could i just say one more thing about the previous caller i didn't even know that came up could i about saint mary magdalene sure yeah um yeah it's just interesting i'm i I just put an article up on my site preemptively, and I'm trying to get it into the homiletic review. I've been blessed to be there on, in their publication a few times, and it is precisely on St. Mary Magdalene, whom I believe, what you just mentioned, that she plays a pivotal role in several points in his life, and I kind of consider her a beautiful type of certain things. I won't go into detail, but I just thought I would share that it seems kind of almost by interesting divine providence that it came up right before mm-hmm. it came online. Yeah, right, right. Absolutely, Scott. Yeah, thanks. Well, con- congratulations on the article, and I hope it's very widely distributed and widely read. Appreciate you being with us, Scott, on the program today. Um, 833-288-3986. I mentioned early on in the show that we would mention this again. It is the EWTN Family Celebration. It is tomorrow. If you're in the area anywhere within driving distance, or maybe you've got plans to fly in there today, it's uh, EWTN's free family celebration. It's going to be taking place at the Birmingham Jefferson Convention Complex in Birmingham. They'll have talks by many of your favorite EWTN television and radio hosts, including Father Wade, Father Wade Menezes, Deacon Harold Brooks-Sivers, who's been on this show a couple times, Jim and Joy Pinto, and many others. All you have to do is go to EWTN.com slash Family Celebration for all the details. Debbie and I were at the one in Phoenix last year, and Debbie, it is a real blast to be with the EWTN family. Oh, lots of hugs. Um, It's amazing. It really is a family celebration. Okay, just wanted to let the Take-Two family know we're we're hearing you, okay? St. Charbel is coming in strong right now. The Blessed Mother, of course, the Blessed Mother. Uh, St. Joseph, uh, John Paul II is coming in strong. So that's wonderful. St. Teresa of Calcutta. Oh, yeah, you got to have Mother Teresa over for dinner. She would be amazing. But let's hear what Lewis has to say. And Lewis is in Worcester, Massachusetts, on our friends at the Station of the cross. Hi, Lewis. Hi. Um, I would like to say thank you for taking my call. And St. Dipna, the Dipna, Irish yeah. saint who mm-hmm. gave up her her life for the, for, uh, to keep her morals right. Mm-hmm. St. Saint Dipna, let me just share something about that, Lewis. Saint Dipna is is used and and gone to all the time for people that are struggling with anything that their thoughts, their their um, uh, mental health, um, um, any type of 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 illness or affliction like that. And Saint Dipna is is a powerful saint, a very quiet saint, but very powerful. So I just wanted to say thank you for recognizing her. But keep going, sir. And then, then uh, of course, Saint Anthony. We are, we all love Saint Anthony. He was a great saint of uh, from Portugal, but he's a great saint from Italy. He did so much to help us to to keep our faith and keep us our faith strong and and learning the 
to uh, love love God and love Jesus Christ with all our heart and soul. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's just what a beautiful way we're talking about here. I mean, it's it's a, kind of an imaginary conversation until we get to heaven, but still, what a beautiful way to thank you know to acknowledge what these saints have done for us and to thank them for doing that. And Lewis, you mentioned a couple of very powerful ones there. Saint Dimpnai, she was in the uh, what the seventh century, I think. She was her. She goes back a ways. Uh, a as long, far as, yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot yeah. of devotion to her over the years. But and Saint health. Anthony. Yeah, a lot yeah, of people mental. lean on St. Demphna. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And St. Anthony has never, never let me down when I was praying that I would find something. Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> it, the interesting thing about St. Anthony, Lewis, and, and Jerry is that everybody thinks St. Anthony is just for them. That's the beauty of St. Anthony. He has a way of relating to each person individually, like you're the only person that he ever has thought about ever. And I love that because Jerry and I have argued. Jerry goes, no, St. Anthony's mine. I say, no, St. Anthony's mine. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he has that beautiful charism. Thanks, Lewis, for the call. Thank you very much, St. Dimna and St. Anthony. Okay, we're going to get to as many of you as we can. Judith, hold on, in Kansas City. Linda is next in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, listening on Sirius XM 130. Hi, Linda. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Anytime. Um, I would love to have dinner with St. Mary Ann Cope. Uh, St. Mary Ann Cope is a great 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 aunt of mine on my father's side oh wow and um i was fortunate to be able to go and uh, to be at her canonization in 2012 she is one of our american saints um she is known for her caring um helping to eradicate um leprosy in um hawaii she worked very closely with father damien and was with him at his end of his life saint damien um, I think it would be wonderful to um, to talk with someone um, with with her. Um, yeah. Since I don't know any Hawaiian food, since she lived there most of her life, I wouldn't be able to um, cook Hawaiian food. But she came originally from Germany, and I could make her pork and sauerkraut with mashed potatoes and applesauce. Mm-hmm. There you go. Beautiful menu. Wow. Yeah, St. Mary. She started a lot of uh, a lot of hospitals, I think, didn't mm-hmm. she, Linda? Yes, in the, in the Northeast Syracuse area, mm-hmm. she uh, started three hospitals um, and was answered a, a call to go to um, Hawaii to help with the lepers when she was like 40 years old. And her and five other sisters went across the country and got to Hawaii. Um, and she was really, because of the hospitals and, and being involved with the hospitals, she was also um very much um, important with sanitation, and mm-hmm. that's how mm-hmm. she really worked with the hospitals. Very important bringing uh, sanitation to the hospitals, and she brought mm-hmm. a lot of that with her to Hawaii, mm-hmm. and wow. that's really part of why um, that which helped to eradicate the leprosy uh, mm-hmm. was basically because of the sanitation rules that she put in, and um, you know a lot of other other things by you know separating men from women and and uh, mm-hmm. really taking care of the children. So. Um, very, yeah, cool. very interesting thing. Very cool. Real quickly, Linda, how are you related again? My grandfather's aunt. My grandfather's aunt. Very cool. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, I'm nice. gonna I'm gonna read her whole story. I can't wait. This is very exciting. Mm-hmm. See, we're learning and growing together, Jerry, and we've got our final caller for today. 
Yeah, Judith, first-time caller in Kansas City, listening on Catholic Radio Network. Hi, Judith. Hi. Welcome. How are y'all? Doing well. How are you doing? Um, yeah, I would uh, invite, I've uh, got a set of four patrons. Well, I used to have uh, uh, John, the Beloved, and uh, Rita, the Saint of the Impossible. Uh, now I have um, my birth uh, saints are Saint Jude, the Impossible, mm-hmm. and, and uh, Saint Catherine, Siena. Um, and uh, um, I would, I'm not a cook at all, so I would, uh, I would have them come with me to uh, the greatest meal of all, which is the Mass. Mm, yeah. and, nice. uh, and, and Saint Jude, uh, I'd love to ask him all about his his life with Jesus, what he what he thought, what he saw. Um, I, I think that would be just wonderful. Mm-hmm. Well, so, before, the, before that you mentioned, Judith, uh, say, well, you, you mentioned St. Saint, Saint John was one before, but St. Jude, St. Rita, Little Flower, and St. Catherine of Siena, two of those are, you know, the, the male and female versions of patron saints for impossible uh, causes, St. Jude yep. and St. Rita. Little Flower, yeah, that's one that I mentioned early in the show I'd love to have over for dinner, and St. Mm-hmm. Catherine of Siena got a mention mm-hmm. today, too. Oh, yeah. And Judith, thank you so much, because we actually got a lot of messages coming in saying, say St. Catherine of Siena. Well, Judith, you did just that. So thank you for that. Um, All the saints. We love all the angels and saints. Okay, let's make that really clear. We love all the angels and saints. And uh, so Jerry and I have a little assignment for you, a little challenge. Okay, talk about that with your family this weekend. Okay, what saint would you invite over for dinner? There's your challenge, your life, life coaching, life skills challenge, Jerry. Very good. Thanks, all of you who called in today. Anna Marie, I want St. John Paul II. He said, do not be afraid. Gigi, St. John Paul II, she says, the best Pope ever. And Lisa, St. Teresa of Calcutta, those coming in on social media. So what an amazing way to end the week. On Monday, what's your favorite day of the week and why? (laughs) Yeah, mine's Friday. I'm just telling you, I love Fridays. Yeah. Today's your favorite day of the week. It is. That's why I'm so happy. So that's on Monday. But uh, we want to thank the show team so very, very much today. Charles on the phones, Jeff Burson on social media, and of course, the one, the only Ace McKay is our producer of Take Two. We want to thank all the affiliates for carrying the show. We love you guys so very much. And to the Take Two family, until Monday, have a beautiful and blessed weekend. We ask St. Joseph, please pray for us. <laughs>